0: kinston north carolina today is monday december the 18th in the year of lord 2023 that's right december 18th uh let's see december 25th minus december seven to, one week it's one week until christmas from today boys and girls i hope you are uh in the christmas spirit i gotta admit i am uh i'm pretty pumped up i'm not gonna lie to you uh, i think this is gonna be a very special christmas man i mean Let's see. In this holiday season, I'm marrying the love of my life. I'm getting Christmas. I've got great friends. I got a sweet puppy dog and crazy cats. I mean, I'm 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 pretty doggone blessed, man. I'm telling you. I hope you are too. I hope you're feeling I hope you're feeling it one week until Christmas. Today, like I said, uh Monday, December the 18th. This is episode 991 nine nine one of the brian hank show presented by lenore community college my co hosts john dawson and jonathan massey they'll be joining me at the end of the second hour today for the birthday game man have we got another great show for you today uh joining us in less than 20 minutes on our spence automotive guest line is our regular monday guest he's the dean of enc sports talk host and the host of the drive with Mark Panicelli on 252 ESPN at 107.5 FM in Greenville and New Bern. <coughs> Excuse me. Why it's our good friend Mark Panicelli. We've got a lot to talk to him about. A lot of NFL action yesterday and over the weekend. Heck, I mean we had three games on Saturday. One on Thursday, three on Saturday, a whole slew of them yesterday. Uh, but what am I going to talk to him about starting out with weather warnings during sporting events? Yes. If you saw my Facebook post, I, uh, uh, you know, the meme of the dude standing behind the tree, rubbing his hands, you know, looking at something that is indeed what meteorologists uh do when, uh, they know they get an opportunity to interrupt sporting events with with weather alerts, and, and you know what? I'm not even going to go into it now because we're going to talk to uh, Mark about that and everything else when he joins us, like I said, in about, about 15 minutes from right now. Oh uh, Man, just so frustrated last night. but uh, it, Anyway, we'll talk to him about that. Hey, we've got a special treat for you in our second hour. We're going to be joined by up-and-coming sports media personality Jack Leary. He's been a guest here. I believe this is going to be his fifth appearance that he's been here on the show. It's been really neat, uh, getting to know him through the years, uh, had him up in the press box at uh, historic Granger Stadium, I think back in whew, 2017, 2018, maybe, uh, and just uh, got to know him then, uh, he's such a, I mean, he's a senior in high school, at Richlands high school. Now, uh, he has just so many great things going on for him. Went to governor school this past year. He is, uh. Been working with the uh, John Wall Holiday Invitational over the past couple of years and is just an amazing young man, I'm telling you. Uh, He had his own podcast for a while, but I know he's trying to get into Carolina, uh, and I I dare say he's going to definitely accomplish that feat. But, uh, again, just looking forward to talking to him, uh, just getting caught up. He's going to be live here in our plush, well-lit, well-protected studio here on Whitehall Drive. Uh, if you remember, he's also from uh, Southern Lenore County Royalty. His uh, mom is tra- the former Tracy Salter, uh, the daughter of Thomas Salter, the first uh, football coach at South Lenore. Just a, a great kid, great lineage, a great family, man. Uh, I'm telling you, uh, his pops, uh, former f- head football coach over at uh, White Oak High School in Jacksonville. And I just I think the world Of that entire family and uh, just very blessed to have him here in our studio he's been uh kind of he's been doing what i did for the previous 15 years and putting together the program for uh for the john wall holiday invitational i actually was asked to write a couple of stories for it and uh very honored to do that i can't wait to get my hands on it because i know if he's doing it it's going to look amazing the guy is just a design genius but again uh that's our show for today then uh no we're i'm, I'm not getting off there right now <laughs> uh, we've got uh mark Panicelli here in our first hour and then we'll have trace or uh, jack leary and potentially even tracy leary in our second hour too so uh buckle up it's gonna be a fun show today man do we have a lot of stuff to catch you up on how about the and i gotta start with this the lcc men's basketball team thank you keith spence for keeping me uh, up to date with that. And uh, Ricky Whaley, uh, I appreciate you too. But the LCC men's basketball team, they are now 9 and 3 overall after a 144 to 68 win over uh, Mid Atlantic Christian. If you remember on Friday's show, I adjusted that line down to minus 70 and a half. Originally, I had it around 90. Then I was like, man, that's just way too much. I think I got it down in the 80s, and then my official. Uh, Prediction was minus 70.5 on Friday's show. And guess what? They made me look good. 76-point margin of victory for LCC. Again, 9-3 and overall. Uh, Man, six players in double figures for uh, the Lancers. Deshaun Hooker had 32. Ray Mitchell had 31. Aiden Eller had 28. Deontay Joseph with 18. Trey Lewis with 17. And Noah Jovanovich, had 11 points of six players in double figures. Uh, the Lancers, they uh, finish out their pre-Christmas schedule uh, Thursday at 5 o'clock when they visit Southwest Virginia. And then they will be off until Thursday, January the 11th, when they take on Wake Tech. So uh, a big Christmas uh, break for them coming up after their game at Southwest Virginia on Thursday. Oh, man, you talk about a uh, a heartbreaking game, uh, ECU. We talked about it last week. They fell to 6-4, and four, but uh, they are at home uh, Wednesday at 6 o'clock versus Delaware State, uh, who is six and 6-7. <coughs> if Delaware State sounds familiar, why they should. They're the alma mater of uh, Kenton, Lenore County Sports Hall of Famer and North Lenore alum Samuel Shepard. If you remember, that's where he went to college back in the 70s. And then uh he went on to become the leading scorer in South America uh professional basketball. So uh man, how about that? Uh but uh again uh, ECU will be taking on Delaware State Wednesday at six, hoping to make it out to that game. Uh ECU women's basketball. They played today at home at six o'clock against George Mason. Uh the Pirates women, they are five and three. George Mason's women are eight and one. Pretty good uh team there uh we'll stay on uh, college basketball here for a second full slate of games saturday tough night for the triangle sorry mr clemens uh as nc state lost to tennessee in san antonio 79 to 70 uh tennessee though very very good team and uh well pretty well played game by the Wolfpack there uh number nine carolina they lost to number 14 kentucky 87 to 83 uh number 13 clemson they lost their first game of the season at memphis but you know what? It took the God-fearing Cavahoos of the University of Virginia to come through for the ACC as they uh, won their game against Northeastern uh, in that game. We'll get to Dontrez and Georgetown in a few moments when we recap uh, Hometown Heroes uh, games tonight. Uh, Delaware State, how about this? We'll be uh, uh, at Wake Forest in Winston-Salem today at 7 o'clock. That game is on ACC Network. If you want to scout the Hornets, who will be like I said at ECU on uh, Wednesday? You can get a chance to uh, check them out tonight as they take on Wake Forest. Uh, Virginia is at Memphis tomorrow night. Uh, man, congratulations to our very good friend Jay Wilson and uh, the two five two team as uh, they took down nine one nine seventeen to nine on uh, Saturday. That game was played at JP two in Greenville. Uh, as you know, uh, we had Will Harrell was the offensive coordinator, and uh Jay Wilson was the uh, defensive coordinator. Let me tell you what the defense did That was led by Coach Wilson. They had four interceptions in the game and also had four sacks in the game too. so congratulations. the country boys from two five two defeated the uh, city boys from nine one nine and uh now 252 leads that overall series two to one so uh man just con- again congratulations coach wilson congratulations uh coach harrell on <coughs> on that uh big win 17 to 9 on saturday wanted to make it out there as you could tell by my cough and linda was down under the weather too uh all weekend both of us just well her worse than me and uh, i hope i'm not catching it because christmas is coming christmas is a week away but uh uh, wanted to make it out there Saturday. Didn't get a chance to do that. But uh, congratulations to Coach Wilson on that big win, and Coach Harrell as two five two shows the City Boys how we do it here in the country. Let's get you. Co- I tell you what. Before we jump over to high school basketball recaps, let me thank our good friends over at Lenore Community College. They are the title sponsor of this Brian Hank show for sixty-five years. LCC has helped men and women in our area tangibly improve their lives lcc's mission is to meet the personal cultural and professional educational needs of its students through affordable accessible and innovative educational programs lcc has its main campus right here in kinston at 231 highway 58 south but it also has satellite campuses in green county and jones county call lcc at 252-527-6223 visit their website at lenorecc.edu or visit one of the beautiful campuses in Kenston, Snow Hill, or Trent to find out how you can change your life today. And again, thank you, thank you, thank you so much, to Richie Hunnicutt, Doctor Rusty Hunt, Jeannie Kennedy, Catherine Pearson, all the folks over at Lenore Community College for being the title sponsor of the Brian Hank Show. And listen, hey, spring semester starts right after the first year on Monday, January the eighth. If you want to get, uh, if you want to get that associate's degree, if you want to get that trade training. Give them a call at LCC at 252-527-6223. They will hook you up, but you've got to do it now. You've got to get registered now for uh, classes that start January the 8th. Listen, LCC, one of our day one sponsors, along with UNC Lenore Healthcare, Goeco Technology Service Provider, uh, Spence Automotive, Woodman Life, and Arundel Parrot Academy, those six have been with us since day one. We had, uh, I think, eight or nine when we first started but those six have been with us every single show all 991 shows of the brian hank show they've been with us love them appreciate them so much thank you thank you thank you we also appreciate these other sponsors too that have been in and out with us through the years but are with us right now uh down east protection systems king's restaurant kenston police department davis wholesale tire mills international Rillo Discount Drugs, Lenore County Public Schools, Lenore Tire and Appliance, and the Down East Wood Ducks. Truly appreciate each and every one of those sponsors. Uh, If you go see them, if you visit them here in this Christmas season, please tell them that you appreciate what they do uh, sponsoring the Brian Hanks Show, sponsoring Friday night football coverage, and beginning in January, in fact, in just a few weeks, in a couple of weeks, we'll have uh, high school basketball coverage right here on the Bull uh bet on the with uh harlan neal and barry stallings uh in fact the first game is friday january the 5th when southwest Onslow will visit uh north lenore can't wait for that and again uh thank you thank you thank you to every one of these sponsors who help bring you uh, high school uh sports help bring you the brian hanks show here on 960 bet on the hey let's get you caught up on high school basketball It's a busy night friday night the Kenson boys, they improved to 6-2 and two overall, 1-0 and o in the East Central 2A with a uh, with a good game against James Keenan. I got to tell you, had Jason Bryan, a uh, good friend Jason Bryan, sales executive to the stars here at WRNS, was up in the booth with me uh, for that game and are up in the uh, Crow's Nest for that game. And I've never seen a game. Oh, I wish I had my notebook right here in front of me. But uh, James Keenan actually led at the end of the first quarter, something like 13-7. to seven. <laughs> Kinston scored 34 points in the second period. I think he outscored him something like 34 to 8. And then James Keenan came back, outscored uh, Kinston 20 to 10, or something crazy like that. In the uh, third quarter and then the fourth quarter, Kenson just took total control. Had another big quarter, twenty-five to ten or twenty-five to eight, something like that. Anyway, I know uh, Keith, if you're doing the math, I know that doesn't add up. Don't don't take my word on all those uh, end of uh, period scores, but it ends up being a seventy-seven to fifty-three win for the Kenson Vikings. They are now six and two overall. They're one and zero oh in the conference. Uh, Khalid Sanders had twenty-two. Tyreek Copper had fifteen. Uh, Jamarian Washington had 13 Khalil Sanders had 11. So very balanced scoring and just a good game altogether. And that Tyreek copper kid, 15 points again, just his second game. He's what scored 33 points in two games. So averaging 16 and a half points a game there. Uh, but they look good. Tough, tough loss for the Kinston girls though. They fall 37 to 36 and heartbreaking. Uh, they're down 37 to 34 with about eight seconds left in the game. Uh take the ball down court and uh I I'm not even gonna mention the player's name, but a Kinston girl instead of taking a three-pointer, she dribbles about one foot inside the uh three-point line and, and buries the shot. And Kinston fans uh I, I, she was clearly over the line. I mean she was inside the line by at least a foot. Could have been even two feet, uh hits the shot, they lose thirty-seven to thirty-six Kinston starts celebrating, I guess they thought they had tied it up, uh but no uh the uh like i said uh, she was about a foot inside, tough, tough loss for uh for the the Kenston viking girls who fall to four and five overall, or I'm sorry, they fall to four and four overall, 0 and one in the conference now uh, both teams will be at home, both Kenston teams will be at home tomorrow night. Versus West Carteret, and then they'll be off until Wednesday, January the third, when they're at home versus Northern Nash. And That is, I know you're probably going, "Wow, Kinston's not playing in a uh, holiday tournament." Either one of the teams, kind of a, kind of a shocker. I talked to, uh, I hope Coach Tindall doesn't mind me talking about this, but we talked about it earlier this year uh, when I was looking at their schedule. I'm like, "Wait, no holiday tournament whatsoever," and they're not uh, for the first time in a long time. Uh, in fact. <laughs> I don't know, other than uh, the pandemic, I don't think uh, they've done it in the entire time I've been here that they, they've not played somewhere in a holiday tournament, whether it will be the Holiday Invitational in Raleigh or uh, at some uh, you know at some random uh, holiday invitational or holiday tournament. But, uh, hell, how about that? Uh, kenson will have, uh, after tomorrow, they will be off until January the 3rd when they're at home in a non-conference game it's against Northern Nash. That'll be a... Uh, a revenge game for uh, Kenston as they lost to Northern Nash to open the season earlier this year. North andor, boys and girls, uh, they were scheduled to play East Duplin Friday night. I don't know what happened. That's what was up on the schedule. They, they Those games have now been moved. <coughs> Excuse me. Those games have now been moved to uh, Wednesday night. They will take on East Duplin at home Wednesday uh, to open East Central 2A play for both teams. Like I said, both teams are 4-4 four and four right now. Now the boys only the boys will play in a holiday tournament next week. And then uh, both teams will return to conference play on Friday, January the fifth against Southwest Onslaught. And as I told you earlier, the boys game will be aired right here on nine sixty A. M. at Bet on the Bull dot com by Barry Stallings and Harlan Neal. Again, that'll be Friday, January fifth, but uh they gotta get through uh East Duplin this uh uh, Wednesday night first, South Lenora uh, their boys fell to two and seven overall, zero and one in the conference with a seventy one to fifty two loss at home to Southwest Anza. This past Friday night, want to thank uh, News News Sports for uh, having that score. It was not up on Max Prep, so I did grab it from there. So uh, uh, thank all the boys over there for uh, having that up on their website. Appreciate them. Now uh, the girls also lost, so uh, fifty five to twenty two to the Stallions. Uh, they are now four and six overall, zero and one in the conference. Uh, now the boys will take on Lakewood December twenty eighth. Uh, just the boys, not the girls, according to Max Preps. But both teams return to EC two A play Friday, January the fifth, when they visit Wallace Rose Hill. Uh, Parrot Academy they uh, dropped to uh, three and four overall with a forty six to thirty one loss at home Friday to Raleigh Saint David's. The girls uh, they are still winless now at 0-7 after a 50-25 loss to St. David's. Uh, Both of those teams, they are now off for the holidays, uh, and they return to play Wednesday, January the 3rd at Beargrass Charter. Bethel Christian Academy, uh, the boys lost their fourth straight, fall to 3-8 overall with a 63-38 loss at home Saturday versus Lexington's Union Grove Christian. The girls fell to two and five with a forty-six to twenty-three loss. Now both of those teams are off until Friday, January the fifth, when the Trojans uh, host Richlands. Living Water Christian, powerhouse team out of Richlands. Uh, Green Central. Their boys are now three and five overall. They won their first Eastern Plains two A game with a seventy-seven to fifty-four win against North Pitt on Friday. Uh, the girls, they fell to 1-7 overall, 0-1 in the conference Green Central did after they lost 66-29 to, to the Panthers. Both of those teams are now off until the new year when they'll host Southwest Edge Come and Eastern Plains 2A Action on Wednesday, January the 3rd. Aiden Grifton, man, after starting 6-0, they've now lost their second straight. They lost uh, just a tough one, too. At home versus West Craven Friday night, 61-60 uh they're now six and two overall they're oh and one in the east eastern plains 2a uh no result for the girls couldn't find that uh the girls play martin county today at home and then both teams return to action tomorrow night at home versus spring creek after that they'll be off until wednesday january the third jones senior uh, i've got to mention this i really i hate that i missed the memorial for uh coach greg hampton this past friday night Uh, From everything I saw, though, it it looked amazing. Uh, Lots of people were there. It looked like a really good ceremony to honor a great man. I had my Kinston responsibilities on the PA mic uh, over at Viking Gymnasium. And, again, I hate that I missed it. But, uh, you know, we we missed Coach Greg Hampton. And, again, that was just a very classy, very nice ceremony they had uh, Friday night at the Jones Senior Gym. As for basketball, the boys are now 5-3 and three overall. The girls are 1-7. Uh, their girls are on a six-game losing streak. Uh, now, they do have games before Christmas as the boys play versus Jacksonville Christian Academy Thursday and a uh, game on Friday. Uh, I think it looks like a tournament game according to Max Preps uh, as uh, the boys and girls will be playing this Thursday and Friday. We do know the boys will be playing Jacksonville Christian Academy, though. After that, though, they will be off until Tuesday, January the 9th, when they're at home versus Lejeune in Coastal Plains 1A-2A action. Let's switch over to Hometown Heroes real quick here. My goodness, we're going long here. So we need to get Mark Panicelli up here on the line with us. Uh, But let's get you caught up on Hometown Heroes. Uh, Both our NBA players were busy over the weekend, especially Brandon Ingram and the New Orleans Pelicans. They won at Charlotte 112-107 Friday night. Brandon had eight points, three rebounds, seven assists in 32 minutes. I know we had a good crowd of uh, Kinston folks that turned out for that game, too. Thank you to Donald Ingram for setting that up. He always just takes care of uh, Kinston folks so well. Uh, Brandon and the Pelicans, uh, they also won in San Antonio yesterday, 146 to 110. Brandon had 26 points, including five for seven from the three-point range. He had three rebounds, four assists, one steal, and one block. He only played 27 minutes, but had all those numbers, 26 points altogether. Now, uh, their week, they've got a pretty busy week. They're home versus Memphis uh, tomorrow at 7.30. That game will be on TNT. They're at Cleveland Thursday at 7.30. And then home versus Reggie in Houston Saturday night at 7. So that's going to be fun to uh, get that up on one of my TVs on Saturday night. Reggie Bullock, Jr. and the Houston Rockets. They're now th- – well, I should have told you also uh, the Pelicans 16-11 and 11 now. They're really playing well. Reggie Bullock, Jr. and the uh, Houston Rockets are now 13-10 and 10 overall. They won at Memphis Friday night. Reggie played four scoreless minutes, but he did have a plus three Uh, The Rockets, they lost yesterday at Milwaukee 128-119, and Reggie did not play. Coach's decision. Damian Dunn in the fourth-ranked Houston Cougars. They are now 11-0 overall. They won at home versus Texas 70-66 on Saturday. Had it up on one of our TVs here uh, as we did the Trez game. We'll get to that here in a second. Damian came off the bench. Uh, He had one point, one rebound, one assist in 16 minutes, and uh, their only game this week. They are home versus Texas State. Thursday at 8 o'clock. Don Trez Stiles in Georgetown. Uh, they won in overtime at Notre Dame Saturday, 72-68. to 68. Trez played all but one minute in the game. That's right. He played 44 minutes uh, with the, with the five-minute overtime period, 44 of the 45 minutes. He had 10 points, five rebounds, and an assist. Uh, the Hoyas—they are seven and four overall. They are at Butler Tuesday. That's on FS1. And then they are at Number Seven Marquette Friday night at seven. That's also on FS1. And thank God, it's not going to be on the CW, which is uh, <laughs> still using standard definition. You know what? We're going to talk to Mark Panicelli about that too. That irritates me to no end. Uh, Jerry Stackhouse and Vanderbilt—a tough seventy-six to fifty-four loss. At home versus Texas Tech on Saturday, uh, the Commodores are now four and six. They get a chance to uh, get back on track tomorrow when they take on Western Carolina at seven o'clock. That'll be on the SEC Network, and then we'll get to see them nationwide on CBS WNCT CBS uh, I, when they're at Memphis Saturday at four. How about Isaac Parson, Jeremy Dixon, and Amaji Dodd? Uh, just another. I tell you what, let's let's do them last. And uh, let me tell you, Ashanti Lynch and uh, Maryland Eastern Shore won at Wagner Saturday, 72-50. Ashanti started and had nine points, four rebounds and assists, and two steals in 19 minutes. The Hawks are at VCU Wednesday at 6. And uh, Dante Ellis and Pitt Community College, uh, they are 2-9. and nine. They close out their pre-Christmas schedule uh, today at home against Wake Tech. And then, like I said, save the best for last here as uh, Isaac Parson uh Jeremy Dixon and Amaji Dodd of Winston Salem State they are now nine and three overall uh an amazing win i and thank you to everybody. I know Tanya Bracy had it up on her facebook page uh, she's jeremy's mom uh I saw several people uh, several other people had it up uh, Someone was on the sideline and had uh and filmed it on their camera uh sixty seven sixty five win for winston Salem State over Lincoln University in uh Pennsylvania uh IP hit Amaji with an assist uh with no time left or with a, like a second or two left in that game to win that game again 67 to 65 IP uh, all three of them started again uh IP Jeremy Dixon and Amaji Dodd IP had 12 points 7 rebounds 6 assists 3 steals in 37 minutes Amaji Dodd had 10 points uh four rebounds including that game winner as we said in 24 minutes, and Jeremy had five points, three rebounds, and two assists in 29 minutes. Uh, They are now off until uh, uh, Thursday, January the 4th, when they will be home against Elizabeth City State. But congratulations to I.P., to Jeremy, and to Dodd. And don't forget this Friday, TGIF with I.P., and it looks like we're going to try to get Jeremy Dixon in here with us too. So uh, TGIF with IP live from the well-lit, well-protected uh, plush studio here on uh, on Whitehall Drive. And speaking of uh, well-lit and protected, how about Mark Panicelli? I don't know what that means, okay? I, it, it was meant as a compliment. Well-lit. <laughs> well-lit. <laughs> <laughs> too early for that, but <laughs> It is too early for that. Our good friend Mark Panicelli. Uh, I hope you brought your uh, therapist couch and your uh, your uh, your therapist notebook and uh, all that, since I'm going to have to lie down here and uh, get some get some things off my chest here, Mark Panicelli.
1: I'm 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 listening.
0: <laughs> ah, look at you doing your freezer impression. I like that. Dude, I'm gonna start out with what I was just talking about. Uh it was so awesome, man. We got to watch Dontres, Styles, and Georgetown on Saturday. Uh big uh, overtime win against at Notre Dame, 72 to 68. Their biggest win of the year for the Hoyos, uh, over uh, the Fighting Irish. However, okay, first I gotta ask, did you watch any of the game? No. Dude, are you familiar with this network called the CW Network? <laughs> Yes,
1: I <laughs> I uh, am very familiar. You know where I'm getting ready to go CW. with this, then, right? Well, I think so, <laughs> dude. <laughs> go ahead.
0: You know, you've been in my, you've been in my, my plush, well-appointed home here, especially in uh, my my fan cave or my man cave. Where uh, you know, I'm not, I'm not going to be humble here. I'm going to tell you the truth. I got the best damn man cave in Eastern North Carolina. Heck, maybe even in North Carolina. Well, I don't know. Uh, Paul Whittington's got a pretty doggone good one. I've got the second best man cave, okay? But I've got these 4K TVs, these HD TVs above it, dude, above my 4K TV. We have Trez up on it. And guess what the CW broadcasts in, dude? Standard digital. Stan- I don't even know if it's digital, man. It's standard definition. <laughs> hey, dude, it's okay. Dude, now you- you've you seen my Sony 4K TV that's worth more yes. than my car, okay? I- <laughs> it's not really, but you know what I'm saying. I mean, it- it's pretty doggone nice. dude. Not your car. My car, yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever, man. <laughs> dude, there's nothing more frustrating. I had it up on that big 72-inch 4K TV, and it was so blurry in that standard definition. You, re- you couldn't make out the numbers on the players' jerseys. I am not exaggerating, dude. What in the hell is a CW doing broadcasting in standard definition, dude? That I don't know. Um,
1: um, that is our um, – I don't know exactly the parent company, but they are the same uh, c- company that does WNCT, our local CBS affiliate. Who so I just want to add, I don't know, somehow played the Packers and the, and the, and the Buccaneers yesterday as the game we should be watching anyway. <laughs> um, uh, I, I don't know. Um, I, I, you know, and I wonder about this too because I've watched a few of the CW games and I was thinking about our friend Paul who's a big NASCAR fan because, you know, NAS, uh, the CW is going to be taking over the, uh, the Xfinity series.
0: Uh, going forward did tell me that yes you're right yes i wonder if that's going to be in standard def
1: well if it's coming through that station yes
0: good god uh, now let me ask you this okay maybe i'm way offline here and i'm getting on the cw for no reason is that is it well you see you're in eastern north carolina too so you get that uh cw channel i wonder if it's just that channel or if that's what the cw is doing
1: Surely they're I am not, not in
0: 2023, right?
1: We're gonna, you know what? We're gonna reach out to our to our friends outside of Eastern North Carolina, and this is gonna be a project of ours <laughs> to find out if their CW is any different than our CW. Because you're right; it may be just that particular. Uh, again, I'm, I'm putting it on WNCT like that. Like WNCT owns it. I'm sure some bigger company owns it as a part of a collective. Um, so I, I don't know, but I I'm with you as far as that, you know, it, it, and it's not, it's, it's almost now that the way we've got TVs, um, it, it does so much to enhance the picture without question, but it feels like if you don't have a good, um, it it almost looks worse now. If you have, if you don't have it in the high definition or at least in some sort of um uh, uh, you know, again, I, I, I've, I'm, I do share. I thought you were going to talk about that.
0: You can oh, well, tell we're from getting to that. Time, oh, dude, no, 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 dude. Oh, the, yeah. the
1: CW kind of, you can tell they're a fledgling network. There's a little bit of, uh, stumbling across the, <laughs> during the broadcast. Well, but I which, thought it was again, neat that they I had could my, not be more, oh. I could not be more empathetic too, because I, I've, I've been, I've been a part of such things. But that, that being said, I, I, I'm with you on, uh, on the CW's, uh, broadcasting here in eastern north carolina so. well,
0: they had Mike Jaminski, who I've always enjoyed. I really do think he's a good broadcaster and I thought I didn't I had never heard of their uh, play-by-play guy but Mike Jaminski doing color. And Jason Brian jumps in and good god, dude. He said all we have to do is ask Paul. You know what? He's right. Paul is uh you know uh up in Garner and they get like uh that channel 17 CBS. So uh well you know what but I, who knows I, I, anyway I, yeah i don't know you know what, CW that, CW that's is. a good assignment we're gonna ask paul if uh yeah. if the cw up there is in standard def too because
1: well the the, the cw is essentially the old raycom acc crew it is. Yep, yep um and the guy who i think is doing the play-by-play is formerly of the acc network is it jordan cornett the former notre dame basketball player i think he's a part of that crew but anyways um so I'm I'm trying with you because it's the old Raycom crew who went on to be the sort of Fox Sports, Valley Sports ACC team, and now they're going to be the ACC team. on. And, again, have done football and now are doing the Saturday basketball broadcast. Uh, so, uh, anyway, well, folks, this is the future of the <laughs> ACC. So,
0: well, dude, it's just crazy it. to me. Again, 2023, whether it's the uh, local affiliate that's doing it, and, uh, again, whether it's, uh, the local affiliate doing it, which I hope is what it is because surely, surely, surely again, in 2023, there should be no, in almost 2024, there should be no national broadcasts that are broadcast on standard deaf dude. You know, I mean, who even, dude, yeah. nobody had to, you don't have a standard deaf TV, do you?
1: I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> you don't. I mean, Mark, I hold you on don't to know? stuff. No, no, no. I hold on to stuff. I do. You know, as I said, uh, um, you know, I, I've, I've got a closet full of old gadgets and stuff, but I, I'm i not, I don't think I do. I, I, I don't think there's a house in my possession, or excuse me, a TV in my possession in this house that is a standard definition, old TV, as they say.
0: Yeah. Okay, well, good, good. Well, uh, okay, that's number, okay, Okay. Uh, let me flip over on the couch here. That was the first thing I had to whine about with you here on the line. Dude, I, listen, don't get it twisted, okay? As someone who used to be in news and used to be a Big J journalist, I can appreciate Oof. that, uh, you know, when when you've got, uh, I about said explicit weather, <laughs> explicit, <laughs> when you have extreme weather coming in, especially, I don't care what's on TV, if it's a football game, basketball, little house on the prairie, a Christmas carol, whatever's on, I can, I can appreciate that. You know these meteorologists. You know they they want to keep us safe, and I please hear what I'm saying there, Mark. Okay, I do. Mm-hmm. I appreciate that. It is what it is, and hey, we work in radio, where we'll interrupt. You know, uh, radio broadcasts with you know, and all that kind of stuff, <sighs> dude. Did it, was you watched the game last night? Right.
1: Yes. Yeah, okay. Sort the, of. The, the we'll, we'll talk about that too. Yeah. Yeah.
0: dude you know what get on say your piece do a scroll and get the hell off my tv screen dude that is that's what i'm frustrated about and poor scott who you know just lives dies breathes everything uh baltimore ravens he was actually pretty cool i guess because his ravens were ahead but dude it was just ridiculous last night man i mean Those yahoos, and by the way, one of them follows me on Twitter. So I mean, I guess if he hears this, he'll probably unfollow me now on Twitter. But the main guy that was on Channel Seven last night, they got on there, and dude, they didn't know what they were doing. They were game producing on the air, and I know Jason's rolling his eyes as I say that because I do a lot of that here on my show too, but come on man you're supposed to be broadcast professionals and you're blocking the football and yeah you did i gotta tell you the one piece of credit i'll give them mark Panicelli is they do the little they did the little window in window which was about what about 12 inches across on my 72 yeah. inch tv and i'll give you that at least you did that and you should have Do you don't follow me on snapchat do you i don't i don't have the snapchat Oh, dude, you ought to get the Snapchat. The Snapchat's fun, man. It really is. <laughs> okay. I had to, it is. It's arguably, outside of Twitter, it's my favorite social media. But anyway, I did a snap of uh, Scott up against the TV. His nose almost touching the TV, watching the uh, little window and window thing last night. <laughs> <laughs> it was awesome. It was hilarious. But, uh, okay, I understand. I promise, Mark, you've got to do, you know, you've got to do, you know, get it out there. But dude, get the hell off the screen and put the uh you know, put the keep the scroll up there and I'm going to talk about the scroll in a minute too. But I I I just want to whine about this first. Your thoughts on uh these meteorologists, and these people. You saw my Facebook post last night, right? About the you know the I did. the meme with the guy standing behind the tree rubbing his hands, meteorologists mm. who can't wait to interrupt a, a live sporting event. Dude, tell me that's not exact they they love it. They live for that. And they're like, oh, we don't want to be doing this. We'd rather not. Dude, no, they're not. It's their freaking Super Bowl, dude. I I'm gonna lay down, put a, a cold compress against my forehead. Take over here, Panicelli.
1: Well, let's be honest. They know I mean, what are the most watched television broadcasts? They're all football games. The most watched T V broadcasts are football games and, and then you go to NFL and they are the king of the television. So if you are a TV personality and you have access to that sort of audience, oh, <laughs> I, I think I'm with you. The, 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 it's, you know what? Have a quick report. And this is, this is really my theory. You should not interrupt unless a tornado has landed. If it's just a watch or, and again, I get it. There's like these little, Hey, there's a warning. We see this little thing. You've given us so much information. You're going to get to this crawl in a minute, but I can't wait. I have to tell you now, you put so much information in the crawl and you're already getting on my nerves because you can't seem to figure out, does it go on the top? Does it go on the bottom? (laughs) The place where they're not giving us information. That's the place you put it. If there's, Scores and stuff at the bottom. Put your weather thing at the top. It, it, listen, this it is it's simple, is it not, Brian? Do that, and then you know what? I don't need you to come on and say right here on on Dudley's Crossroads. There's uh, <laughs> you guys are getting a lot of lightning strikes here right now. And then every time you go, and we're going to get you back to the game just as soon as we can. It almost feels like you're enjoying this. And and enjoying us not watching the football, I just think with all the you're doing it for the people, and there is there are folks out there that are not tech savvy, that can't go to their phones and get live weather updates literally in your hand. There there is you give us the information, thank you, but but please just show us the football game, and then we have you're on social media. I saw that uh, one of the Other networks, I'll I'll give them a shout-out, the ABC folks who also do Fox, they were doing, I think, their weather broadcast on Facebook. So that it was constantly playing, and good for them. Uh, As I said, I can't stand – I'm so used to it because we live here in eastern North Carolina where we get these storms and hurricanes, and so we've got to live with this all the time. But I do have a solution, at least for Sunday night football for people. Before uh, I say, uh, before I leave my last negative piece, I do have a positive. Folks, if you have the Peacock app, you could have gone to your Peacock app and watched the network feed, which does not include any local weathermen that will interrupt it. it. Literally, will give you the Sunday night football feed in its entirety. And if uh, and then many of you may have discovered that last night and said enough of this already, I'm going to go to Peacock. I was without power last night for oh. a large portion of the evening, and for all of the four o'clock afternoon games yesterday. Uh, so it was a day of sitting in the dark. Uh, to be honest with you, for uh, for yours truly. So, oh, but my last negative thing, because you're going to go to the qual. I can't seem to do anything about you guys getting on the thing. And I, I listen, I'm with you, Brian, and I'll say this again. Thank you for what you do. Um, uh, here's my bad dad joke of the day, but I'm not giving you a precipitation trophy. <laughs> Weather, man, that's bad. I'm sorry. But you have got to be cognizant about interrupting these games, okay? You just do. it. it, it, it it's frustrating. But more importantly – the fact that the, the, the graphics guy cannot figure out where to put the thing that is the weather information so that it cannot interrupt the crawl or the thing at the bottom that gives you, like, the down and distance and the time. and I mean, we're so used to that now. I love watching old football broadcasts where we didn't have, like, the first down marker or the constant scoreboard. It's like we were so without information back then. But we need it. We need that information. And stop blocking that information weather people. Stop it now.
0: Amen, brother. So much to unwrap there. Let me see if I can – I didn't write anything down. Let's see if I remember. The one thing that pissed me off about that the most, dude, and I mean this sincerely is – now, they, this was 15, 20 minutes into it, and uh, I decided oh. – you know, I decided, hey – I just want to see if they're doing this on the other channels. I mean, the other local channels that weren't showing. So this was on WITN. So WNCT and then WCTI, the channel nine, channel 12, the CBS and ABC affiliates. Dude, they were not doing it. They were, they didn't even have scrolls going across yet. Here they are on TV, on the, on the game, on the number one thing being watched, the number one show of the week, which honestly, now that I say all that, That's probably why they did it because they know, hey, we've got such a captive audience right now. Let's, you know, let's put this out there. I wish they had made the point. And you're absolutely right, Mark. Mark. They should have said, "Hey, if you don't want, if you want to watch the game and you know and not see all this weather stuff, hey, go to the Peacock. If you have the Peacock app, go to it. That's what they should have done last night, Mark. I mean, they. I didn't even know that till you said that right then. I mean, I guess I remember hearing them say it's on Peacock also. But if I known the dude, I've got it. I would have gone to it and." gotten away from it dude it was just so frustrating so frustrating like i said and uh, even to make it worse that you went to the other two networks willie nelson was on w was on cbs last night i know because i switched over there because i couldn't watch the doggone football game for a couple of minutes uh and then uh, i don't even know what was on channel 12 but but by the way can i just say real quick happy birthday to willie
1: yeah happy birthday willie nelson (laughs) whose birthday was in april by the way did it what now what a way to delay that! Like, thank goodness he's still with us, and uh, he's, and they did this broadcast months after his birthday.
0: Anyways, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, I did not even know that his birthday was in April. I thought his birthday was yesterday.
1: No, no. Oh, I'm dear. pretty sure. Oh, I'm pretty sure.
0: That's that's just terrible, man. Okay, okay. <laughs> anyway. hey, no, I didn't know that. No, no, no. Thanks. For the I didn't time. mean to
1: derail the no. talk, but you brought up the Willie Nelson thing, and I, I thought, good for Willie. Happy birthday. And then I, I did the due diligence of looking and said, wait a minute, this birthday was a long time ago, so.
0: Oh, dear God. Anyway, uh, but again, that's the thing that, irritated me the worst though mark was that here they you know they're doing this and just blocking your whole tv then you go over to the other two networks local affiliates and neither one of them didn't even have a scroll going it was so there was nothing going on and again like i, said, I just came to this realization that you know what that's why they did it they want to show oh we care and we don't want whatever the only thing i disagree with you by now if if a, they think a tornado is imminent then I don't have a problem with it, dude. I mean, and I mean that sincerely. I don't care what the hell is on. I don't care if Virginia's playing Carolina in basketball or whatever. My favorite sports, uh, you know, if they think a tornado is getting ready to touch down in Newburn, then hey, block it all you want. That is not what the case was last night, Mark. I mean, it was just maybe it was a tornado watch. It could happen. The they even said several times, well, the winds aren't up enough, and you know what? They're getting ready to uh, cancel this uh, warning here and. You know, in a in a few minutes, then get the get off my TV screen, man. I mean, you're doing it, and don't even and and again, don't do this this freaking self righteous. Oh, we're just doing our jobs. No, you're not. You're trying to get some TV FaceTime. Jason sent me something. Let me see what he said. He said, "We all know nobody watches TV other than live sporting events. They have to flex their muscles when they can." He's right, and then yeah, I know you'll agree with me on this, Mark. He said three words radio is king
1: yeah i do love that radio is king you could i believe listen to the game without some uh which again you know what it's good for radio you know why because we don't unless we're a weather radio which neither one of us work for a weather radio station there's either an update or there's that that, that thing that we have no control over that it's like the you know the <laughs> this is the emergency broadcast system. You know that weird thing, you know. I mean, so well, that's no, no, like no, 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 somebody... no, 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 no. Sorry, dude. I'm gonna have to make
0: you make that sound again, dude. Go ahead.
1: I can't. I i, I was I was improvising.
0: <laughs> I can't
1: make the noise. It's like a. But you it, and and that annoys you too, doesn't it? How many yes. times have you get in the car? Songs playing or like the interview you've been waiting happens on the talk show you've been listening to and it never fails. And it's like a flash flag warning for some place in North Hampshire County. I'm like, where's North Hampshire County? It's in Virginia. So anyways,
0: um, <laughs> sorry, dude, I, I, you <laughs> just made my whole day hearing you do the emergency uh, broadcast system or attempt to anyway. That was awesome. Uh, hey, oh. Uh, did you uh, – okay, let's get off sports for a second. I know we're already, what, uh, 22 have we minutes. we two- sports yet. We've not talked sports one bit yet. <laughs> I have a movie suggestion for you, dude. Uh, have okay. you seen Leave the World Behind on Netflix yet? No. Are you familiar with what it is? No. Oh, dude. Put it on your list. I know, you know, I am – you're going to have some time off here at Christmas, I, dude, and the holidays. Put that on your list, dude. It is a freaky, quasi-apocalyptic movie about uh, technology and what happens when technology fails. And uh, it's got Julia Roberts, Ethan Hawke, uh, dude. It's got a lot of good actors in it, man, dude. You've got to check it out. It's called "Leave the World Behind." Uh, I had a couple of friends that had seen it that were commenting about it on Facebook. And I was like, man, I got to watch it. And Linda and I watched it Saturday. We were, she was, uh, she was sick all weekend. So we ended up staying home all weekend and not really doing anything. So uh, we watched a lot of sports and uh, put that on your list, dude. Highly uh, recommended, have it, dude.
1: I have it written down and it will be appropriate because as I mentioned, I was without power for a large portion of the day yesterday. And I have to say, have you noticed, now that we are more technology dependent than we've ever been, and, and I'm the first person to complain about it and the first person to go insane when I don't have it. So um, yesterday, the power goes out about 4, just, just at 4 o'clock. Uh. And it doesn't come back on until well after 7 o'clock. Uh, and then it later goes off about, I don't know, like 8.30 or 8.45 or 9. So shortly after the game started. And and it's off until gosh knows how, because I went to sleep. I think around midnight probably is when it came back on here. But but yesterday in the afternoon, I don't know if you noticed this, like whenever the power goes out for a longer period of time, especially yesterday. So it gets dark. So from the span of 4 to four o'clock the 7 thirty-ish or whatever it gets dark and when it's dark without electricity it's like dark dark <laughs> and you I, i'm conserving my phone batteries and and uh so i'm like you know i'm disconnected with the world and i swear to you at some point last night it felt like it was three o'clock it was it was actually eight o'clock at night when the power came back on I said it felt like Thursday morning at three a m in the year three thousand forty one It was literally as if I had lost connection with the entire world. I had left the world behind as it were. So, uh, uh, I will check it out though. I thank you for the suggestion
0: you uh, I believe you'll like it very well okay. made it uh, like i said just all kinds of star power in it and uh the only dis. and i'm not ruining anything at all because i want you to watch it but uh hearing julia roberts dropped the f-bomb is just uh it's disconcerting man i mean you know i think of julia roberts and you know uh what steel magnolias and uh what was the one where she was a prostitute but she didn't cuss in it but she was a prostitute why am i pretty woman pretty woman hey you know, beautiful, cute Julia Roberts dropping F-bombs guy. Just, it, it, oh,
1: it's crazy. Listen, it, the movies are insane for a lot of reasons. The fact that Julia Roberts is the only person I know, that's the only movie I know where women dreamed of being a prostitute. Like, where someone just was like, man, that's an awesome, what an awesome movie. You know, and... and so, and I will help this get back to sports to some okay, degree. Please,
0: please, um, Yeah, because we've only got about 10 minutes left, dude. Know, we've only been going, know. you know, 25 I minutes know. On.
1: <laughs> I know. I'm so sorry. No, it's, it's not really my fault, though. Dude. You've been you've been going through the therapy today. Yes, I the, have. Uh, so, this was brought up. I, 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 I was listening to something over the weekend. It was a podcast, and, and, it, and it said this, this is so true. Do you know anybody that's a football fan? that doesn't cuss, that doesn't, use, that doesn't curse, <laughs> doesn't use profanity? And that is an excellent question. And the answer is no matter how – and I, I really try to strive to not say the potty words. And, but it doesn't matter. Football, I think, makes you cuss, whether you're a, a participant or, in this case, a fan. I mean, do you know anybody that's a real football fan but wow. like, that cares about football? that doesn't use profanity, especially during the game of football.
0: Wow. See, I'm thinking, dude, and that's a real fan, not just a peripheral, hey. Duh, oh, duh. yeah, yeah.
1: No, no, no. That's some that not some money. Oh, who's in the Super Bowl this year? Yeah, yeah exactly. That, no, no, not no. that guy.
0: Dude. <laughs> I, I mean, I am thinking, dude, I really don't know. Because even like the purest people that I know, either. like Rick Vernon, you know, who comes on the show and does my – uh, who's going to do our wedding who you'll get to meet you'll, you'll like him man yes. he's a good dude uh but i don't know if he's a sports fan i've never heard him cuss before uh yeah golly dude dude what a great question man that maybe that's what I we mean, need to throw out there to everybody i like it i like it a lot if, if
1: you know somebody we'd like to meet them God, I, I, I think him. i would i'd like to sit and meet with this person i need to know what the tricks are because i <laughs> And you know, and I've—it's been wonderful. I mean, even my kids have commended me on my, on my, um, you know, cleaning up the language over the years. And um, but I've got to tell you that football. There's just nothing can get me to say to drop a a a bad word, especially the team you love, right? You know, that's like, oh man, they just make you want to say
0: bad words. Oh, absolutely.
1: not yesterday for me personally, but, but a lot it. of times. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyways, there you go. I tried to bring you back to football as best as I could. Wow,
0: I, and I, that's good. Panthers since, uh, won. Yeah, since Panthers we've got a won. whole six minutes to talk about it, uh, <clears throat> let, let's talk. You know what? Why not, man? Nine to seven win. The Panthers improved to two and twelve. But we have to, and I'm not taking shots, and I know, listen, we broadcast Panthers What are we going to do with
1: the other five minutes? What are we going to do with the other five minutes? Yeah, I know, right. The, the, what, three field goals? No, in all seriousness, though, congratulations. I know it wasn't a Bryce Young touchdown at the end, but he drove in terrible weather in front of four people at Bank of of America Stadium. (laughs) Right, right, for tens of tens of people and um and drove down the field and uh, and the and the panthers do get the win, and what was absolutely one of those just absolutely most horrendous weather days uh but but good but but again good they nobody needed a a win like the Carolina Panthers did for the everybody in that building uh I'm pretty sure it's and and nobody wants to win a game like that but but when you've lost as much as they have this year. Um, You're happy to say, hey, we've given two coaches their first win as Panthers coach this year. So, congratulations, Panthers. Nice win yesterday. And now Tampa Bay in the driver's seat of the vaunted NFC
0: South. Oh, absolutely, dude. Did you see the – allegedly someone took a photo 18 minutes before kickoff. Did, Did you see that photo that was floating around the interwebs yesterday? No. Oh, dude! I'll have to find that and send it to you, dude. You could literally—this is not an exaggeration, Mark. You could count the number of—I mean, it was like a uh, almost a panoramic picture of uh, how about called it Erickson Stadium of uh, what is it Bank of America Stadium—and literally, dude, you could say, okay, there's three there. I, there, there were not a hundred fans. If that picture was nope. uh, was uh, was seriously taken 18 minutes before uh, kickoff. There were less than 100 fans uh, in the stadium, dude. It, it was crazy, or from the Fan. side that you could see. But here is what I do want to say, though. It was a 1-12 team. As you just alluded to earlier, dude, the weather was abysmal. I mean, it was yeah. terrible. Uh, a 1-12 team, the weather was terrible. Really nothing to play for. You can't even say, hey, they're playing for a, uh, <laughs> for a draft pick, man. They don't even have their own draft pick. So, I mean – I'm not even mad at them for uh for people not showing up. I mean, I know people were taking shots yesterday yeah. online, on but dude i they I got nothing against them, dude. What about you i I don't either it was i
1: mean again, there's what, why to go and and they, even more so, let it be a statement to the owner um that I mean we're not even I saw a picture that you know where you can get tickets after the game starts, like exceptionally cheap for people <laughs> yeah. that don't go. 48 cents could have got you in that game yesterday. Somebody was willing to part ways with tickets for 48 cents yesterday and nobody took them. And so, and dude, that's unheard of for an NFL game. um, 48 cents. So, but again, you're right. Who's going to go sit in that weather to watch that. And by the way, I think that's a statement for about both teams. I mean, it's, it, 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 that was yesterday was rough nice black helmets though.
0: i like oh, the dude i love the whole the black uh, helmets were scott, nice. yeah scott and i were watching it yesterday and that's one of the things i said a hey, as bad as the game was and all that dude uh the uniforms were chef's kiss i, I mean they were i love the helmets and then you combine those helmets with the black on black too man i mean that, that was a that's a good looking uni combination dude oh it's
1: solid classic hopefully they'll bring that
0: back when they're winning yeah hey uh dude did we not declare last week and i think we did it again mark Panicelli. i'm almost positive did we we've already said you know the 49ers they're you know they're the top of the heat but we said hey challenging them are the dallas cowboys and then the dallas (laughs) dude they were awful yesterday 31 to 10 win for buffalo in buffalo but still man I I'm, I'm a little – now, i messaged a little bit with uh, Richard yesterday, who's our resident uh, Cowboys fan and will be on the show tomorrow in our first hour. If he hasn't uh, – you know, if they don't uh, – if he hasn't run away, okay, I guess that's the nicest way I can say that, and, you know, hasn't disappeared into the ether. Uh, dude, I, and I watched a lot of that game yesterday, that Bill's Cowboys game. The Cowboys, they just looked, I, it's, I wouldn't even say it was a case of, are the Bills that good or the Cowboys that bad? Dude, the Cowboys were that bad yesterday, dude. Dak Prescott threw for 134 yards, dude. The guy was leading the NFL over the last five or six weeks uh, in everything, threw for 134 yards, uh, and the Bills are not that great of a defense, man. What, what the heck happened with the Cowboys yesterday?
1: Yeah, if I were to tell – I mean, if you think Dak Prescott had a bad game, I think I was looking at this yesterday. So, the – so, if you – if you if I were to tell you yesterday that – okay, so before the game kicks off, that Josh Allen, we're going to finish with uh, – what has he got, like uh, 94 yards, 194 <laughs> yards or something like that? Oh, I'm I mean, looking look. it up, yeah. I, I, think it's, I think it's 94. 94. Um,
0: seven for 90, 15 if, for 94. Yes.
1: If I were to tell you you were going to go seven for 15 for 94 yards, and what, one touchdown, you'd have been like, well, the Bills are out of the playoffs, and they're done. But uh, Cook was amazing, 179 yeah. yards yesterday. And um, I, I don't know. Uh, more. And I, I knew that it would be challenging because it, so it was going to be cold. Um, the Cowboys have not played well outside of AT&T stadium and, but I just didn't see the offense being that bad. And so that doesn't bode well for them. The only thing that's that's good is that the Eagles are hurting too. And it looks like they might not have Jalen Hurts tonight, uh, on Monday night football. So, um, the division's not gotten away from them and that could be more important than anything is just getting a home game. Um, especially if they can stay ahead of Philadelphia. But wow. uh, big showdown for the Cowboys next week on Christmas Eve as they go to South Beach to take on the Dolphins.
0: Uh, that's going to be a heck of a I need game. a
1: Christmas present. I yeah. need a Christmas present.
0: I tell you what, man, your Dolphins <laughs> looked amazing yesterday too against a Jets team that had been playing better, that had actually been playing better. So uh, anyway. And Aaron
1: Rodgers may be medically cleared this week. <laughs> God.
0: For what reason? I, I don't get it for what reason i have no idea uh anyway dude well i've got my uh my second hour guest uh young jack leary sitting across from me right now so uh we're gonna get ready to head to him uh, just tell me this real quick how do we do in the picks how do we look
1: one of us went five and one <laughs> and one of us went three and three
0: oh boy don't tell tune me in me. wednesday yep. to
1: find out no no tune in wednesday
0: to find out oh i hope i'm the five and one guy hey that'll be on our home and home on uh, the drive yep. with mark Panicelli at 5 p.m on 107.5 in greenville 107.5 in Newbern, and on 252 espn Panicelli, you're the man dude thank you so much okay happy monday be blessed happy monday to you that is Mark merry Gunner. christmas that's right i won't talk to you again until uh the new year i'll be married the next time we talk here on the air i'll be there well, there you go hey <laughs> thank you so much dude all right